All right, what up, what up, what up? What's going on, America? Welcome to the newest episode of the Dear America podcast. So I've been reading some of your comments uh, in our reviews. And Jake, did you know that people are liking, I guess, the new way that we're doing this, the yeah. the, the, the new way of the episode? Uh, so thank you for that. Nice. We appreciate the fact that you enjoy it. Yes. Uh, I will say that we have definitely gotten, I feel like we have definitely started figuring out the groove of talking about things, uh, exposing things and just kind of doing it our way. Mm -hmm. I was, I, I felt that way the last episode. I was like, wow, you know, we really did this or, or, or when we were pulling up in real time, the yeah. CDC data and stuff. Uh, it has been a, a long road <laughs> since we decided to do a podcast, but yeah. here we stand. Um, it still going strong. Still, we are, <laughs> we are still here. Despite so many things trying to make us not be able to be here. Yeah. Today is fall, right? Is it, is it officially? Yeah, I don't know. Google it. <laughs> First day of fall. Google it. I'm pretty sure that today is fall. I'm pretty sure. Wednesday, September 22nd. Boom. There you go. I'm today pretty depressed, to be honest with you. What? I, I, I like the fall, fall, but I hate getting out of summer. I oh, love summer so much. See, man, I hate everything about summer. Uh, you know, I'll go to the beach or the lake like three or four times. I'm like, all right, I'm tired of sweating now. It's, <laughs> uh, you know, this has been fun, guys. Let's uh, let's go back. Put on a hoodie. Let's go back to living our lives. Uh, you know, well, yeah. And I think the reason why, you know, I think it was you who told me about this really successful people like Steve jobs and all these folks like, uh, uh, Simon Cowell and all these people, they all wear the same stuff yeah. over and over and over again. <laughs> well, it looks like they're wearing the same thing where, where in all actuality mm -hmm. there, they probably bought like 127 shirts that are the exact the same. same shirt, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. you know, jeans and stuff. That's why I like fall and winter. Uh, because it just simplifies things. Summer, you really got to think about it. Do these shorts match this? Should I go True. sandals True. or or this? Should I wear jeans and a shirt today? Or should I wear sh a shirt and shorts? Or, you know, am I tan enough? Am I this? Am I that? And blah, 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 <laughs> blah, blah. Fall and winter, it just makes life simple. Yeah. Jeans, and a hoodie. And a hoodie is something you don't even have to wash all the time because exactly. it's like in the jacket category. And uh, Speaking it, of, if you need a hoodie. If you need a hoodie, you should go to 912united.com right now and go get a hoodie. Yeah. Because we have brand new hoodies, and that was seriously not intended to be a, <laughs> like, a, like a pitch into it. Uh, but what I was going to say was a lot of people in the fall think that I wear the same hoodie over and over and over again, where, in fact... I happen to own a company that makes hoodies and I just have like the 912 hoodies. I just, I, I literally think I have six of those. Nice. The exact same ones. And, and so I really like fall cause it simplifies things. It simplifies my life. One less thing to worry about. Yeah, the book is called flow about like flow. Wearing That's the same it. Thing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I knew it was you who said it. Yeah. Uh, okay. All right. So, Yippee. We got a lot of stuff to talk about, and the title of this episode is How Much Longer Before They Shut Off the Internet? My God. Ladies and gentlemen, here's the thing. They want to control everything that we see, everything that we think, everything we're allowed to say. Mm -hmm. 
Um, even in Australia right now, you're starting to see people fire back and articles are coming up and reports are coming up that the government wants to shut down their internet so the people can no longer talk to each other. So, you know, here in America, you're starting to see a lot of people pushing back <clears throat> like us. <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, but there's so many more. And my question today, as I started thinking about this stuff, I had a campaign speech, uh, uh, not last night, Monday night, um, in Florence, South Carolina. And, you know, I was talking to people about the race and all this and that. And, and you know, everybody's asking, well, what can we do to push back and here and there? We're having these conversations with each other. And then it occurred to me that, you know, the internet, they've put in fact checkers, mm -hmm. they've put in suppression, they're deleting accounts, but it just doesn't seem to be getting rid of us and the government and the big tech leaders and rulers view us as a parasite, almost a cancer. And we just don't seem to be going away because we all have access to the internet. Mm -hmm. um, I'm famous on TikTok, and I didn't even know this. Oh, really? People literally clip my stuff and post it on TikTok, and it goes viral. Hmm. But my point is, that's my point. Yeah. I could be, but I'm not even on TikTok, and I'm on TikTok. Yeah. And it's because we have the internet. So I got to thinking about this really scary moment of how much longer are they going to let us have these conversations about tyrannical overrule, COVID lies, uh, just the fact that Joe Biden has screwed up everything, mm -hmm. everything, everything, like Cat Williams would say. Everything. How much longer until they're just going to be like, well, we're just going to shut the Internet off? think it couldn't happen here i'm pretty sure the people in australia probably thought it couldn't happen not too long ago and yet here we are we have a lot of things to talk about today so we got to get into our first sponsor but stick around this is going to be a killer <laughs> if i may say so we're getting close to halloween i'm going to have a lot of dad joke halloween things coming up nice. but we got to get into a sponsor first and here we go all right, the only thing I love more than my firearms is practicing with them. But with the cost of ammo through the roof, I was looking for a cost-effective, safe, and simple way to practice. iTarget was invented to give law-abiding gun owners a better way to train in the safety and privacy of their own home. No more inconvenient trips to the range or expensive practice ammunition. Just download iTarget's proprietary app, load the laser bullet into your firearm, and start your training experience. Dry fire training will help develop muscle memory, sharpen target reaction speed, side alignment, trigger function, and more iTarget Pro comes in all the major calibers, including 223 for your AR, so you can stay sharp with almost any firearm. Go to iTargetPro.com and save 10%, plus get free shipping with the offer code G-R-A-H-A-M. This is the smartest way for you to practice, and it pays for itself in one day. That's the letter I, TargetPro.com, iTargetPro.com, offer code Graham. All right. Uh, let's start off with, I think I'm going to start as often as I can find them. I'm going to start off with the weird, weirdest headline of the day. Uh, and I love doing this because you just never know what's going to pop up on the internet. And Jake is, oh, by the way, if you're not following us on rumble, 
We do not do YouTube anymore. They're a communist organization. Dude. We do not support them. So if you want to see the video, you want to see all the articles, you want to see the videos that we're playing, the, the graphics, the charts, everything that we're doing in the show, you got to go to rumble.com slash Graham Allen. All right. So here we go. So this is uh, from uh, Timcast.com. All right. So here we go. Uh, <laughs> gay Swedish male priest. That's not the whole title. I'm just going to read it one more time. <laughs> Gay Swedish male priest whose dream was to be a mother refuses to marry heterosexual couples. This isn't funny. He looks like Elton John. <laughs> he does look like he, he looks like Elton John. A very unhealthy okay. Elton John. All right. So can we Google really quick the predominant religion in Sweden? Predominant religion in Sweden. I'm just curious. I wouldn't think Christianity, right? What is it? What does it say? I can't read. Judaism that. is the country's oldest, uh, yeah, oldest global non-Christian religion practiced in Sweden since 1776. That's oh no, 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 no! It says after, after Christianity, Christianity, Islam is the largest religion. So Christianity okay. is. Yeah. So it's probably Catholicism. All right, now go back to the article. <laughs> All right. So I just want to make sure. I, I I figured it was like Catholicism. But I just wanted to check. All right, so gay Swedish male priest, you know, Catholicism, right? priest, priest is the dead giveaway. But I just right. wanted to make sure. All right, who's dream- I don't think it's a gay uh, Swedish Baptist priest. No, <laughs> no, gay Swedish male priest. And I apologize if your children are listening. This is the world, ladies and gentlemen. I'm just giving it to you. They've already heard it. In like school. it stands, gay Swedish male priest whose dream was to be a mother. Refuses to marry heterosexual couples. That's racist. Lars Gardfelt, an openly homosexual priest at the Church of Sweden, says he is refusing to marry heterosexual couples to protest clergy who do not wish to marry same-sex or homosexual couples. See, this is so interesting to me because this is a Catholic priest, right? Which one, how do you become a Catholic priest while being gay? I don't understand these things. Very much like they decide that Joe Biden can partake in communion even though Catholics are the most devout anti-abortion people in the world. But yet Joe Biden is pro-abortion. Come on, man. That's really all I got. Uh, We're not going to spend a lot of time on that. I just thought that gay Swedish male priest whose dream was to be a mother refuses to marry heterosexual couples was a weird enough headline to, uh, you know, it's like fun run. Fun and run. They don't go together. (laughs) You know, it's like uh, all that stuff. All right. So uh, let's start off with a little fun. Let's make fun of my favorite vice president ever, Kamala Harris. This is an exchange between two of my friends, Dan Bongino and Pete Hegseth, on Dan's new show on Fox, Unfiltered, with Dan Bongino. Uh, Here's the exchange. So I've been thinking about this all week. Kamala Harris, she's clearly not doing her job. It's obvious. And a bunch of us were kind of sitting around thinking, what do we bring up? To, what do we bring up to Pete this week during the segment? I'm going to ask you a question. Is she the worst VP in modern American history? I mean, we've had some bad ones, you know, Spiro Agnew. We've had a few. Um, seriously, I mean, she doesn't seem to get anything right. She had one job. Is, is, is Kamala Harris, is she the worst? Or is it? 
I think there's one more. I think there's one even worse than her. I'll tell you in a second. What are well, your thoughts? I, I, I think you might know <laughs> the one. You might have to ask Barack Obama. Oh! <laughs> All right. You can stop Come it. Come on, man. <laughs> I thought that was great. It was genius. Who's the worst vice president in history? I think it could possibly be our current president. <laughs> um, speaking of presidents... Uh, a lot of Republicans want to know if Donald Trump is going to run again. So um, this article, leave it up on the Twitter post so, so we can just summarize here. This is from the Washington Times. Uh, Republicans want Trump to run again, says poll. Go up. Let me see the readings of the polls. So I've also read some articles internally saying that President Trump wants to be back in the fight. He wants to do it. There are there are very few people that truly relish in um uh conflict, right? Yeah. I, I, you know that there are. Donald Trump is one of those people. And I if his health, I've had this conversation with a lot of people, a lot of people. If his health stays, yeah. I don't see a world that Donald Trump doesn't run in 2024. Yeah. I just don't I, I don't see it. Uh, and I don't and the reason why is because right now uh Republicans are saying that they want Trump to run. Yes, there is a poll and 58% want Trump to run. All right? Uh the only people that are close, believe it or not, with the rumors circulating that Mike Pence is thinking about a 2024 run, he has overtaken the popularity of Ron DeSantis. 13% go Pence and nine percent now for DeSantis. That makes sense. I, it's cra- I, it's those establishment Republicans. Well, that you know? well that's probably true. Like like there are people who w- within the Republican Party that legitimately want it to go back to the way it was. And, and this mm-hmm. is something that I talked about on the campaign trail on Monday. Is there there? It's kind of like the Matrix. There is no going back. Like, like we're we're past that. There is no going back with the way technology is maybe back in the sixties and the seventies, you know, we we had a lot of anti-government establishment movements in the sixties and seventies, but without the internet, the way that it is, um, it, it was very easy once, you know, Vietnam was over and all this stuff was done. It was very easy to shift the narrative back the way the politicians wanted it to go. Right. We, we, that's that's not the way the world works. Well, also back then, they, they had three TV stations they could watch. You know, like yeah. the TV only had so many stations. They didn't have. So what they heard was from that guy on the TV every night. You know, that well, was what truth was. Well, look at the difference in the world right now. Okay, and and this this is a, this is a completely out and right field, uh, you know, thing. But but my favorite wrestler uh, was Stone Cold Steve Austin right. when I was a kid. Right in the late nineties and early two thousands, I mean, you, Stone Cold Steve Austin was this higher like there you you were never going to talk to Stone Cold Steve Austin, yeah, ever. There was no, unless you knew somebody or you were rich or you just by happenstance happened to run into him or Michael Jordan or somebody in the airport, right? Like, 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 like that was something that you would never, ever, ever be able to do. Me and Stone Cold Steve Austin follow each other. Yeah. We talk <laughs> on Instagram from time to time. 
Uh, he likes my stuff. I like his stuff. Like, the world is smaller now. Oh, yeah. You know, you can literally go on to the President of the United States social media page and tell them exactly what you think. <laughs> and somebody is going to see it. Now, it may not be them specifically, but a handler is going to see it. And if it's a good enough point or a good enough response to something, they'll hear about it. Mm-hmm. Like, the world is different now. So the eras of your pence and stuff like that, I, I don't Lindsey know. And, and, and I don't necessarily think that Mike Pence is a horrible guy. No. I, I just, I, the, 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 the era of nice, civil politicians is just over. It's over and it's done. And here's what I think DeSantis' big issue is going to be another two and a half to three years down the road. Mm-hmm. DeSantis was a congressman. Then he was a governor. People, people are sick of it. Mm-hmm. They're sick of politicians and they're sick of governors. People are just as likely. I'm not saying that it will happen. Let's take Donald Trump out of the equation for a minute. People are just as likely to vote for a reality YouTuber for president as they are a governor that's decided to run or a senator that's decided to run. The world is different now. (laughs) I mean, it just is. And um, I think back to the, the, the point of bringing this poll up, I think that it is a lock that Trump is the GOP nominee. And I think that no matter what happens in 2024, if Donald Trump's health holds up, the era of the grand old party, the GOP, that's what it stands for, mm-hmm. all right, is over. Yep. If he runs in 2024, it will be the death blow. Good riddance. You know, and we've got we've got the the the, the old establishment Republicans on the ropes. We do. Yeah. That's why they hate us mm-hmm. so much. Because what do you do when you're when you're losing a fight? You start getting frantic, right? And you start flinging around, you start flailing and all this other stuff. That's what the establishment systemed Republicans are doing right now. They're flailing around and they're frantic like children that are scared in the dark. Uh, We've got them on the ropes. And if Trump runs again in 2024, it will be forever the death blow of the Democrats are are already doing it. Mm -hmm. Right. Like, like think of the most prominent Democrats right now. um, AOC, Ilhan Omar, Rashid Tlaib, all these people. These people just came out of nowhere. Yeah, they're not traditional Democrats. No, they, they, but they weren't politicians. Like, right, like right, they right. just—they literally came out of nowhere. That is where we are. And anyway, those are my thoughts. Um, okay, let's let's cover this story. People are up in arms, and by when I say people, I mean the left are up in arms over these photos and videos of Haitians at the border. Okay, so everybody's seen these photos now of the Border Patrol on horses like they are. They're hurting these Haitians that are trying to cross the border illegally. Okay, and and I want to be fair. Okay, these are still photos. All right. And a lot of people are saying, here's what the original post was. Okay, the original post was Border Patrol agents are whipping Haitian humans. (laughs) 
coming across the border. And then it finally got debunked and they showed the 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 uh, stills and zoomed in that it's actually the reins of the horses. <laughs> and literally, look, the dude has his hand on the guy's shirt. He ain't whipping nobody. You <laughs> look, see, how, look how happy that dude looks, too. I'm going to get you. <laughs> but, 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 okay, so so they lost that narrative, and now it's turned to they are saying that just the optics of men on horses hurting <laughs> black men is unacceptable. Oh, God. And we need to do better, and they want to launch full investigations into the Border Patrol uh, and get it under control, as Joe Biden would say. So, all right, let's leave it on that picture for a minute uh, while we talk about this. And again, if you are not watching us on Rumble, you're missing out. My questions are a lot. Uh, it looks like in his right hand, he has, like, takeout food. <laughs> Where did he get this takeout food? I have so many questions on he this. He probably stole it from the dude on the horse. <laughs> okay. All right. Here's here's the bigger questions that I want to ask. Okay. This is our southern border. All right. So when people think about our southern border and people coming in, what do they automatically think is coming into the border? Mexicans. Mexicans. Okay. Hispanics, if you will, if we want to be politically correct. Mostly Mexicans. Mexicans. So. <laughs> Mexicans, Hispanic, whatever. Latinx, well, you would Latin, 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 what, what is Latinx. it? Latinx that Joe Biden gets in trouble for. Um, here's my question. Somebody put a picture of a map. Can we Google how far is Haiti from America? <laughs> and, and I'm bringing this up for a reason. I'm not even trying to be funny. Distance between Haiti and America. Distance from Haiti to America. Uh, looks like 1,800 miles. Okay. 1,888 miles, and you can't walk it. Okay? We're looking at the, we're literally looking at the globe right now. There is no direct land path to get to the border. Okay? Where these people are coming from. All right. Now go back to the picture. Okay? Um, here is my biggest question. Is this. How did these Haitian men, 2,000 miles away, that you cannot walk, how did they get to this point right here where people are saying that the Border Patrol are hurting black Haitian men like slaves mm -hmm. at the border? How are these people getting here? Is nobody asking these questions? Right. <laughs> like, the, the, this this is what I want to know. Like, there's literally, if you go back to the globe, and Jake, I know I'm working you to death. You, you can just do. go to the normal globe. Like, just just the globe. And there you go. Click on it. And then just, just zoom in just a little bit. Z keep zooming. Keep zooming. All right. You're looking at Haiti right there. It seems like Florida is closer to me. Like where Haiti's over there by Puerto Rico. Yeah. And it seems like, you know, like maybe you could hop a boat to Cuba and then, yeah, like the closest thing is Miami. Well, if, you're, you're if, not getting in if you go to Cuba. They well, won't let people in from Cuba. I know, but, th but that's my point, right? Yeah. So if Cuba refugees are not able to come in, so these people from Haiti are having to bypass all of Cuba mm -hmm. to get to Mexico to go up to the border through Texas. How are these people getting there? Right. This is, I know I think a little bit differently than a lot of people. 
and, and I'm getting to my second point in a minute. How are these people getting there? And I hope that you're looking at rumble.com or just on your phone right now, preferably while you're not driving. Just look at a map. Okay, Haiti is down there by Puerto Rico, um, and it's underneath Cuba. Um, how in the world are these people getting to not America, but freaking the Texas border? That's my question. Because yeah. because it would even even if they took a boat, it would be closer to get to Florida <laughs> yeah. than it would. So again. Back to, go back to the horse picture. <laughs> All right, now back to it here. So question one, that's my first question. Why do we not just have Mexicans and Hispanics coming across the Texas-Mexico border? Why is it now also Haitians and all these other people? And then second, and I know this is going to be very controversial when I say this, these people are coming into our country illegally. <clears throat> Who cares what we're doing to stop them right. from coming into our border illegally? Yep. Am I the only one that could give teetotal crap if our border patrol are on horses? And if you scroll down, to be fair here, I want to I want to be fair. Keep going. There's somebody that posts a video, not of Kamala Harris. Let me see if we can find it. Keep going. Oh no 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 no! You got to click in the comments of the article. I'm sorry. Okay, that's my fault. Click on the comments. <laughs> Nope, nope, comments. There you go. Okay, in the comments, somebody posts a picture, and the Border Patrol agent is swinging that whip around, but he's hitting a horse with it. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Like, and then somebody thought they were going to be cute, and they're like, well, if the Border Patrol isn't racist, explain to me how the Olympians and the, the people at, uh, what's it called, the horse race in Kentucky? Oh, the something derby. Uh, the Kentucky Derby? Kentucky derby. <laughs> is that what it is? We I don't, clearly I, don't I, go to those. I, I do not watch that. They're like, they have uh, really tight reins and stuff and don't need it. Blah, blah, blah. You're a freaking moron. Those horses run on a track. That's it. These people are having to get these horses to go through water, up hills, mm -hmm. down hills, all this stuff. They got to get them horses to move, man. Alyssa started taking horse riding lessons. Okay. I, you know, I don't know, but she just wanted to do it. Okay. <laughs> and so she told me the very first lesson that they told her is all that crap you see on TV where you like love the horse and the horse is your best friend and they're like feeding it and talking to it and all this mm. other kind of stuff. They said that is complete and total bull crap. Mm. They're like, if you want that horse not to one day decide that it doesn't want to be your car and buck you off and take you straight into a tree you, you ain't that horse's friend yeah. <laughs> like like they said that is rule number one they said don't pet the horse <laughs> like yeah. like the horse is not your friend the horse is no you are the boss and anyway people are stupid is what i'm getting at here okay speaking of the border crisis uh 26 governors have now formally requested a meeting. I sent you pictures of this, Jake. Yeah, formally requested a meeting with the president. So I want to zoom in and let's read every governor that's done it so far. So 26. So in case your math is there, that's more than the majority of America. All right. So we've got uh, Doug Ducey, eh, state of Arizona. Greg Abbott, eh, state of Texas. Kay Ivey, eh, state of Alabama. Uh, Mike. 
Dunleavy. Dunleavy of Alaska. Asa Hutchinson, Boo. you yellow-bellied coward of Arkansas. Ron DeSantis, Florida. Uh, B- Brian Kemp in Boo. Georgia. God, they suck. Brad Little of Idaho. Eric Holcomb of Indiana. Uh, Kim Reynolds, Iowa. Larry Hogan, Maryland. Wow, Maryland. Mm. Uh, Charlie Baker of Massachusetts. Wow. Tate Reeves uh, of Mississippi. Mike Parson of Missouri, Greg Giaforte of Montana, uh, Pete Ricketts. Oh, what a horrible last name. Ricketts. What a terrible last name to have of Nebraska. <laughs> wow. Chris Sununu, Sununu of New Hampshire. Doug Burgum of North Dakota. Hold on, we're not done. Uh, Mike DeWine of Ohio. Kevin Stitt of Oklahoma. Henry McMasters of South Carolina. Christy Nome, South Dakota. Bill Lee, Tennessee. Spencer Cox, Utah. Jim Justice, West Virginia. And Governor Mike Gordon of Wyoming. So these are not just southern states that are chiming in here. Uh... New Hampshire and Massachusetts is kind of a shocker to me, honestly. Mm-hmm. Uh, hold on. Can we go to Eric Holcomb's signature just for a moment? <laughs> yeah, where was he? He's right there. <laughs> Look at that. He MC Holcomb. <laughs> he didn't sign his name. That's printing yeah. your name. Like, when you sign stuff... I'm sorry, Governor Holcomb. I'm trying to make fun of you here. I'm just saying... You know, your signature is supposed to be like a signature. That is that is printing with hieroglyphics attached to it at the beginning and the end. Anyway, okay, all right. I, I appreciate it. Look, it stands out on everybody else's signature. Everybody else's signature is a signature, and then he literally printed his name <laughs> above above it. Um, anyway, EMC. Uh, okay, all right. Back to the point. Uh, Biden is a disaster. Biden's border crisis. I don't know why we're calling it a crisis. It is a treasonous, Mm -hmm. I just spit everywhere. It is a treasonous act by King Biden. It is a treacherous thing that is going on. They just shut down the Canada-US border to stop the spread of COVID-19. Okay, again, I'm going to say that one more time. They just extended the shutdown of the border between Canada and the United States to stop the spread of COVID-19. One more time. They just extended the shutdown of the Canada-U.S. border to stop the spread of COVID-19. But the southern border is wide open. That don't make no sense. Why? Because I'm telling you this right now. Every single Canadian that comes to America, they love America. Mm-hmm. And they vote really, really red. My God. Really red. So we don't need them coming in here yeah. <laughs> seeking asylum That's from right. the tyranny going on in Canada. But however, the Mexicans and the Haitians down there, why don't you hear any stories about any Cuban refugees coming up through the Texas border? Because right. uh, they won't let them do it. This is all about influencing the elections. Period. The end. It's all about influencing the elections. Uh, and governors are trying. I don't exactly know what governors are going to do to try to talk sense into Joe Biden, because even trying to talk to Joe Biden is not good. And we're going to get into that with a really weird 
thing that happened with Boris Johnson just yesterday. Um, but before we do that, we got to get into our title sponsor, Good Ranchers. All right, again, I cannot say enough about Good Ranchers. This podcast was this close. Mm-hmm. And if you're not watching it on camera, this is a really weird like time because you have no idea. I'm making the like microscopic like thing of shutting down. Because <laughs> Facebook and everything tried to kill the media company we have. That was mm-hmm. our primary way of making income, et cetera. And Good Ranchers said, nay, we believe in freedom and we believe in your podcast. And they stepped up to the plate That's to right. save this show. So I need you to support companies that support not only America, American meat and American ranchers, but also this podcast. Did you know that 80% of the meat that you buy in stores are is China meat? It's disgusting. It's disgusting. It's from China. 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 And you're eating it. You're eating China meat. Disgusting meat. All right. So goodrangers.com slash Graham delivers American craft beef and better than organic chicken. They have T-bones, fillets, strips, gourmet burgers, and more. And at half the price of online competitors, you get the steakhouse quality you deserve at a price every family can afford. Don't bring mystery China meat into your home. Be the hero your family needs by ordering Good Ranchers today. Go to goodranchers.com slash Graham to buy now or subscribe today and save 20% percent more on each box of mouth-watering meat. Subscribing brings the cost down to less than $5 a meal. Plus, right now, get an additional $20 off and free express shipping if you go to goodranchers.com slash gram or use code gram at checkout. That's $20 off and free express shipping at goodranchers.com slash gram. Know where your meat comes from. Go to goodranchers.com slash gram right now. All right. So continuing on our walk here. Um, Biden has ruined everything to include Israel. So just the other day, we reported that France was removing their ambassador. Mm-hmm. Now, Israel is removing their ambassadors over the fact that they have removed or cut spending for the Iron Dome over Israel. Yeah. All right. And a lot of people who are not Christians get into this argument of, well, you know, why are we helping Israel and why are we doing this and blah, 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 blah. A lot of people don't realize that Israel is really the only other fighting force fighting against Hamas and all these other horrible, violent extremist organizations, keeping them from American soil. But I digress. This woman had a really good video, and I'm just going to play it for you uh, because this is a very interesting take of this whole thing. So we're going to listen to it in its entirety because I believe it is important. Okay, so we just learned that the Democrats have decided to take out of the budget replenishing the Israeli missile defense system called the Iron Dome. The Iron Dome defense system is just that. It's a defense system to protect Israel from a mini Taliban Israel is fighting against, which is located about 30 miles south of Tel Aviv. That's what I just said. That mini Taliban, Hamas, periodically launches rockets onto civilians in Israel, which the Iron Dome intercepts. It's a system built to protect Israelis from Hamas rockets falling on their heads, Jews and Arabs alike. And now that funding is out. 
It appears as if members of the progressive squad of the House, AOC, Ilhan Omar, and Rashida Tlaib, told leadership that they won't vote for the bill if it includes replenishing that defense system. Now, some people in D.C. say that it was taken out of this bill, but will be paid for by appropriations. Listen to this. to be honest, is pure Washington mumbo-jumbo. Because it means it will get paid, since the U.S. knows what Hamas is all about, and they also know who their true ally in the region is. Which makes it even worse. Because that means this was done for show. For virtue signaling. And for who, exactly? Who? Yeah. For Twitter? For Bella Hadid? This was clearly done by progressives to pander to their extreme base because it makes no sense in any other way. Democrats are supposed to support democracies. Israel is the only consistent democracy in the entire Middle East. How does any of this make any sense? This was done to send a message. That message is now clear. The progressive side of the Democratic Party is anti the single consistent democracy in the Middle East, and they are pro the Sunni Islamist organization throwing rockets at her civilians. This is not an act against Israel. This is helping extremists in the region, and it is severely damaging to U.S. national security. It's stupid, it's evil, and it's dangerous. But hey, Twitter must be thrilled, so I guess the squad would call this a good policy. I thought that that was an amazing take for everybody to understand uh, just how ridiculous it is. So we're doing things, and I agree with her. This is 100% true. We're doing things that simply uh, pander to, in public eye at least, this this anti-Israel agenda that seems to be coming up with the progressive left um, <clears throat> because the progressive left wants to remove Christianity out of America. Uh, so even removing <clears throat> the Christian side of supporting Israel, right? Because right. I realize that there are some people who could care less. All right, I get that. Um, as she pointed out, Israel is the only, <laughs> the only true democracy left Mm -hmm. in the Middle East that is fighting against terrorist organizations, keeping them on the other side Mm -hmm. of us. If if Israel falls, well, on the Christian side of things, it's very bad. (laughs) But if Israel falls, Hamas, uh, the Taliban, uh, ISIS, all these people have free reign just to go all the way across, and it makes America less Safe. Yep. I don't think I can say anything better than she did. So moving on. (laughs) All right. Let's go to uh, Joy Reid is a racist. (laughs) So a lot of people have been following this Gabby Petito story. You're being distracted. Uh, Well, maybe, but either way, I've gotten into the true crime thing. We we discovered that (laughs) Monday that uh, I am a loser that I just now am discovering uh, all this stuff. But either way, Gabby Petito, um, you remember back in the day when you know, news used to be for like these kind of cases. Like these were the cases that made like big national news and everybody's talking about it. Casey Uh, Anthony, Casey Anthony, missing people. Um, So Joy Reid basically goes on a tangent here. We're going to play it until she gets to like her guest. I could care less about her guest. I just want to hear her words. She basically is saying the only reason that we're paying attention to this white girl is because She's white, and that the white people hate black people. So play it. But the way this story has captivated the nation has many wondering, 
Why not the same media attention when people of color go missing? Well, the answer actually has a name. Missing white woman syndrome. The term coined by the late and great Gwen Ifill to describe the media and public fascination with missing white women like Lacey Peterson or Natalie Holloway while ignoring cases involving missing people of color. Joining me now is Derricka Wilson, co-founder and CEO of the Black and Missing... Stop it there. Okay, so... All right. Yikes. That guest that she brought on. (laughs) Yeah, the guest she brought on. Hold on. Over uh, our Black and Missing Matters. Matters. Bamf. B-A Black and Missing F-I Family... Uh, investigations.org i guess <laughs> b-a-m-f-i.org okay <laughs> i don't know if that's true i find that hard to believe to be honest uh media coverage uh of black individuals with the police literally fundamentally true take over the airwaves constantly um nobody gives a crap when white people get shot by police um literally the entire world talked about protested and lit their streets on fire over george floyd um i don't understand this constant constant push that the white man and the white woman want to hold the black man and the black woman down. I yeah. don't I don't understand it. And and this isn't the first time that Joy Reid has stepped into it. Um Charlemagne the God, which I don't agree with 99% of the things that he says, but I will give him credit where credit is due. He does question people when they deserve to be questioned. And and in whether, he has the privilege to do that. It, well, yeah, he's got the privilege to do that. <laughs> um, but but apparently, Joy Reid and Nicki Minaj got into a tussle. Oh, lord! Over Nicki Minaj just having a question over the vaccine. So I I want us to play this exchange. I don't know if we're going to listen to all of it, but 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 play this exchange. And what I don't like is when Charlemagne starts talking, other people in the room will start talking too. And reading like responses of Nicki Minaj back and forth. And I want to talk about that. So just play the clip. I, I respect Joanne Reed. She's the homie, but she missed the real moment to teach yesterday because Nikki never said, don't, don't take the, the vaccine. vaccine. No. Like she spoke on why she has vaccine hesitancy, but she also in the very next tweet said she will probably get vaccinated to go on tour. Like Joy could have used that moment on our show to correct Nikki on whatever misinformation she put out. And she could have said Nicki Minaj is encouraging people to do their research about the vaccine. Nicki put up a poll asking what's the best vaccine. Nicki said Drake is vaccinated and she's going to get vaccinated to go on tour. So if Drake is vaccinated and Nicki wants to get vaccinated, why aren't you? Nicki Minaj responded to Joy Anne. She said, this is what happens when you're so thirsty to down another black woman by the request of the white man Mm. that you didn't bother to read all my tweets. My God, sister, do better. Imagine getting your dumb ass on TV a minute after a tweet to spread a false narrative. Narrative about a black woman and then somebody said nick shouldn't even have to say or explain anything it's literally in her tweets all you got to do is read is that simple she said why would they bother to read when the lie is so juicy and provocative and got her dumb ass on tv they got someone with black skin for a reason they always use us against us and i mean yeah i mean it could have been a real teachable moment instead it turned into the verses that we don't need like i really hate how we live in this era where everything has to be versus like if you see someone might have some misinformation school them and when you have a platform and can control a narrative put the narrative out there that you want because this could have been a moment to encourage folks to i'm pretty sure you already know where i'm gonna go 
What I don't like, <clears throat> I, I, I agree with, you know, Nicki Minaj never said don't get the vaccine. Right. Just like I've never said don't get the vaccine. I've said it, but you know, somebody called in to the charity organization. And if you're listening to this, I hope, I hope you are. And I hope you hear my honest to God response to this. Someone called the dear America foundation, which obviously the dear America foundation takes its name from what, you know, we've started here, but I have zero like I am not in a position in the organization. I am not on the board in the organization. And for this very reason mm -hmm. that I am my own separate thing, the dear America foundation is to help veterans, first responders and their families. So someone called in saying that um, they could no longer support the dear America foundation because of a tweet I put out about the vaccine. And I'm going to read the tweet. And they said it was because they're, they always preface with, I love Graham and I, and, you know, I support Graham 100%. But this one thing that he said rubbed yeah. me wrong. And so now I can't support Any a charity organization <laughs> that supports veterans, first responders, and their families. Not. 912 United that goes into Graham's pocket or whatever. Like, I could understand that. But you're going right. to punish veterans, first responders, and their families over a tweet I said because you have a daughter, unfortunately, that has an, uh, uh, a comorbidity or whatever it is why she can't take the vaccine. Over this tweet, Chris Rock, who is vaccinated, is now COVID positive. He is urging people to get vaccinated so they don't get what he has even though he is vaccinated. That's all I said. Yeah. I didn't say don't go get the vaccine. I just simply literally pointed out the irony of the context of the thing. Mm -hmm. Back to the point. If you are listening to this, sir, because it was a he, I hope that you understand that I have never, like Nicki Minaj said, don't go get the vaccine. I've never said that. In America, if you want to shove cocaine in your arm, I disagree 100%. But people are going to do what they're going to do. Live your life. Uh, if you want to be stupid and destroy your life, who am I? Yeah. Okay? I think that it's dumb to get a vaccine that obviously has side effects. Project Veritas just busted it wide freaking open, man, that they know that there are horrible adverse side effects to this vaccine, but they're hiding it. But I digress. If you want to go get the vaccine, go do it. Do I think it's stupid? Yeah, I think it's real dumb. Yeah. But I'm not anti-vax, okay? I'm not. I've had more vaccines than I can count through the military. Uh, and everybody likes to bring that up. Oh, Graham served in the Army for 12 years. He got all these vaccines. Yeah, I was also 18 years old and really freaking stupid. There's no telling what I'm going to die from 20, 30 years from now right. because of the anthrax shot and all this other kind of stuff. Again, I never said, don't go get the vaccine. So, sir, to you, I say, I think you're a horrible American because of the fact that you would take one thing that you took out of context and you would punish a charity organization because of it. That, to me, 
is the most insane thing I've ever heard, but I digress. Back to the point. <clears throat> what I don't like about Charlemagne the God and their, their conversations back and forth is the rhetoric that Nicki Minaj and Joy Ann Reed had mm -hmm. between each other. This is what they always do. They put a black, you know, I think they said sister. I don't know. They put a black woman on TV because the white man wants you to go after another black woman who's successful. And that's what they do. They use us against each other. This whole push that there are white people that use successful black people against each other is insanity. And nobody proves it. <clears throat> better than Candace Owens because Candace Owens gets attacked by other black people all the time mm -hmm. because they think that they should help them. They think that Candace should help them because Candace made it despite literally half the world hating her. Mm -hmm. And they get into arguments all the time. Oh, Candace, you forgot where you came from and blah, 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 blah. You don't have to listen to me. Just literally go to Candace Owens page. She talks about it all the time. Mm-hmm. What I would say, Charlemagne the God at the very end says that he gets tired of this versus conversation that always happens. And what he means by that, it's, it's us versus us is what he's talking about. Mm -hmm. Well, my response to that is he's talking about it as black people versus black people. I don't like that it's Americans versus Americans that seem to be happening right now. Mm -hmm. Okay? Everything. Everything, literally everything that's going on in the news cycle and all the above, it's always Americans versus Americans. We don't have the decency anymore just to say, you know what, I disagree. But you, you, I disagree, but you're entitled to your opinion. I don't know. Maybe it's time we get back. Let's get into a sponsor. <clears throat> all right, my friends at Brick House Nutrition have some exciting news to share. Field of Greens is now available in lemon lime it's unlike other superfoods because it uses real usda organic fruits and vegetables this is literally like stuffing fresh garden fruits and vegetables in a jar packed with antioxidants it can support health metabolism blood pressure and digestion plus it's pre and probiotic it's great for everyone in your family old young and even athletes field of greens is super simple just put one scoop in a glass of water and you're done field of greens is packed with 18 clinically researched essential fruits and vegetables go to brickhousegram.com and get 15 percent off your first order with the promo code g-r-a-h-a-m at checkout available in regular wild berry and now lemon lime brickhousegram.com that's brickhousegram.com promo code gram <coughs> jake took my book away and i've got nowhere to hide my water anymore uh, i used to hide it behind the book that sat on the table while filming, and now it is gone. Um, okay. <laughs> Looks clean. You can see the book. We've there. still got so much to talk about. Like, like, literally, so many things. Okay, let's go to the Boris Johnson meeting. All right. So, uh, Joe Biden was meeting with Boris Johnson. Everyone's in town for the United Nations getting together thing in New York and blah, 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 blah. But this is at the White House. Um, Boris Johnson is a world leader. Okay. He's a world leader. And he's in the white house as a guest of America. The weird thing about this video that we're going to play and, and, and I encourage you again to go to rumble.com slash Graham Allen and watch Boris Johnson's eyes. They both got mask on, which again is just Brave. insanity to me because they're six feet apart. 
And they're both vaccinated. I don't understand what we're doing, but either way, watch his eyes when this happens. Boris Johnson is, again, he's a world leader, okay? America's the greatest country in the world, but he is a world leader. When a world leader is talking, you don't have the staff of the White House or whatever country that he's visiting interrupt him mid-sentence, kicking all of the media out of the room. Mm -hmm. All right, play it. Interrupts or uh, unbalances the the Belfast Good Friday uh, Accords. That's the uh, Belfast Good Friday Agreement. That's that's the. Look at his face. Wow. Look at his eyes. Look at him. Look at him looking around. He's like, what in the world? There's our smart guy. And there's idiot. What's going Li- on? Look, look, watch, listen, listen. Hang on. Keep it going. Listen. Hope the microphone got it. Look, the the reporters can't even believe it. They're literally being shoved out of the room. Okay, go back to the beginning. So, again, I say, Boris Johnson, go back to the beginning. It literally is speaking. Interrupts or uh, unbalances the the Belfast Good Friday uh, Accords. That's the uh, Belfast Good Friday Agreement. That's that's the right there. All right, stop it. He's talking. He's unbelievable. He's literally speaking. And a lot of people, one, nobody knows what he was going to say because he literally like, look at his eyes. Like he's like his first reaction is like, look at him. Look at him, like literally like looking around going, uh, what the heck is going on? Biden is glazed over. He has no idea. Look, what is he doing? He's conducting an yeah. orchestra <laughs> right now. Look at him. Look, yeah. I, okay. I'm going to whip him with the whip. A lot of people believe that Boris Johnson was fixing to open up to questions. That's what a lot of people believe. How dare he? Is that they were fixing, that he was fixing to open up questions to reporters. Mm -hmm. And the staff knew that even though he was going to open up questions to reporters, the reporters were going to talk to Biden. Mm -hmm. They knew that. Because Biden's polls are plummeting. Some have him at 39%. 39% right now. We are... We are ruining everything. Biden is Biden is destroying everything. And I mean everything. Um, there was recently an article, speaking about them having masks, uh, there was recently an article uh, shared by everybody. It had this dude walking in front of the American flag signed by the uh, uh, New York Post on Times Square. Okay, the the uh, uh, the the NYPD post on Times Square. If you've never been to Times Square, you don't know what I'm talking about. But if you've been to Times Square, right in the middle of Times Square, there is a NYPD like like little mini station right there, and on the side of it, there's this big lit up American flag. Well, there was this post going around showing this guy wearing a mask on his phone walking by that flag, saying that the U.S. has now surpassed the deaths of the Spanish flu. In 1918, 
All right. Multiple outlets have said this. COVID-19 has now killed more Americans than the 1918 Spanish flu pandemic did. Okay. Um, COVID-19 has, and then now some are backing off. They're going, COVID-19 has now killed about as many as the 1918. What kind of a headline is that? <laughs> COVID-19 has killed about as many people. Yeah. What kind of a headline is that? It, you know, kind of something. So somebody posted a very, very interesting thing here, and I'm going to read it out loud. And again, if you're not on rumble.com slash Graham Allen, you're missing all this stuff. All right. So everything is about perspective. Okay. Perspective. Okay. Perspective. In 1918, the Spanish flu killed 50 million people worldwide. 50 million people. What was the population of the world back in 1918? Estimated about 950 million. Obviously, they weren't talking to each other the same way we talk now, so they can only estimate, mm -hmm. right? They can still only estimate. All right. Uh, so that was about 5.26% of the world's population died. Mm -hmm. Okay. Let's look at the 2018 seasonal flu. 650,000 people dead worldwide. Now, we're talking worldwide here, but I, I want to put this in perspective because they want you to fear monger mm -hmm. by only focusing on U.S., et cetera. All right. Um, worldwide population in 2018 was 7.5 billion. 0.009% uh, world population died. That's about every year. That's about every year. Typical year. Okay, now let's put it into perspective. Okay, 2020 in the U.S., 655,000 people, 500, or 500, 655,500 people are dead and counting. Okay, that's in America. The world population is 7.7 .7 billion. The total world population that has died is 0.006%. Now, the reason that we talk about this, okay, the difference between the U.S. deaths and the worldwide deaths, okay, one, they went from we have killed more to about as many, mm -hmm. but they want to use the U.S. and the Spanish flu to make you think that COVID-19 is this thing that it's not, okay? The Spanish flu killed 5% of the world. I'm going to say it one more time. It killed 5% of the world. Mm. COVID-19 has killed less in a year and a half. The seasonal flu killed more people in a year in 2018 than COVID has killed in a year and a half. In 2018, the seasonal flu killed 0.009% of the world population. In 2020, COVID-19 has killed up until this point. It's been about a year and a half now, right? 0.006% of the world's population died. This is fear-mongering article writing. Yep. They want to use one aspect of something to make you believe that something is worse than it is. We are shutting the entire world down for 0.006% of the population dying from a new disease. Mm-hmm. But we don't want to talk about that. What's next on my list here? Give me mask hypocrisy. 
Emmys? Oh, yeah. Let's talk about the Emmys. We didn't talk about the Emmys the other night. Um, I loved this article um, because everybody started pointing out, I didn't watch the Emmys, but everybody started pointing out that everybody in the tent, there were thousands there um, and nobody had a mask on. Well, Seth Rogen, of all people, during the Emmys, called it out. They're like, uh, he was pretty much said, hey, um, you know, why do we not have masks on? You know, they said that this was going to be outside, but we're in a tent. Uh, we're inside, and somebody just sneezed in my face. So L.A. County responds to Seth Rogen. All right, go down. Let's find their exact quote here. Seth Rogen rant suggested the Emmys broke COVID safety rules. Is uh, Oh, okay. Seth Rogen's rant suggesting the Emmys broke COVID safety rules is misguided, at least according to L.A. Department of Health, which is refuting some of his comments. The health department tells TMZ, yes, the current mandate in L.A. requires everyone to wear a mask indoors, whether vaccinated or unvaccinated, but... It also says exceptions are made for film, TV, and music productions. Of course. The county says the Emmy Awards qualify as a TV production and all the peri- all ap- people appearing on the show are considered performers. <laughs> so masks were not a must for attendees. Are you listening to this? Wow. As Jake coughs. <laughs> COVID, COVID into the microphone. One more time. Go back. I want to read it just one more time, just so you digest it. Okay. Yes, the current mandate in L.A. requires everyone to wear a mask indoors, whether vaccinated or unvaccinated. But it also says there are exemptions made for film, TV and music production. Why? Because the majority of L.A.'s money comes from that. The county says the Emmy Awards qualify as TV production. And all the people appearing on the show are considered performers. So no mask were not a must for attendees. We live in a clown world, people. We live in a clown world. By the way, Seth Rogen is... Liberal? Canadian. Oh, (laughs) that's right. Which I find amazing. Uh, you got a Canadian basically calling out America going, hey, this doesn't make any sense. Yeah. And he's coming from Canada where they're like real serious up there. Uh, it, it, well, the, the I think he lives here, but he's he's Canadian. Actors and athletes, you know, that's why they get paid so much. They're the great distractors. So those people are obviously exempt from, you know, being masked and all that. But my point is. We are literally take away the fact that L.A. County is corrupt. Take away the fact that what you just said, just 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 words. L.A. County Health Department is making rules about health and safety that they put mystical like exemptions around. Mm -hmm. Well, even though vaccinated people can get sick and they can spread the virus to each other, et cetera which we know that to be true. Um, If they're on camera, they no longer are going to expose it or spread it. So they don't have to wear it because they're on camera and they're performers and performers are exempt from it because they, they, it, you know, they can't spread it. It's crazy. But we can't go to restaurants, but, 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 but your kid has to wear a mask in daycare craziness um okay 
uh, COVID hypocrisy for illegal immigrants. This has been circulating around the world. Peter Ducey, man. I love old Pete Ducey. The Deuster. The, de- the Deuster. <laughs> the Deuce. The Deuce. You guys ever seen Parks and Rec and the Douche? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, the it's, radio show. Yeah, it's the Deuce. Uh, anyway, <laughs> uh, listen to what Peter Ducey says about the fact that everybody's got to show their papers except illegal immigrants. And listen to Sacky Raggedy Ann's uh, response. At the border, is somebody asking the foreign nationals who are walking into Del Rio, Texas, and setting up camps on this side of the border for proof of vaccination or a negative COVID test? Well, first of all, I can re, re, I can yeah, readdress yeah. for you or re talk you through what steps the, we that take. That is the policy for people who fly into the country. So if somebody walks into the country right across the river, does somebody ask them to see their vaccination card? Well, let me explain to you again, Peter, how our process works. Peter, as individuals, as individuals come across the border, uh, and uh, they are uh, both assessed for whether they have uh, any symptoms. If they have symptoms, they are the intention is for them to be quarantined. Mm-hmm. That is our process. They're not intending to stay here for a lengthy period of time. I don't what? think it's what? the same thing. The it's difference? not the same thing. These are individuals, as we've noted and as we've been discussed, we are expelling individuals based on Title Forty Two specifically because of COVID, because we want to prevent a scenario where large numbers of people are gathering, posing a threat to the community and what? also to the migrants themselves. All right, stop. So the- Chick, have you seen Under the Bridges in Texas? What are you talking about? They're not planning on staying for a long time, Yeah, but people flying here on a plane to visit relatives have to show. What are you talking about? Right. This is the craziness to me. These people are saying these completely incoherent things right in front of our faces. And every, nobody's going, no, nah, screw that, man. <laughs> right. Are you are you kidding me? We, they're not planning to stay here for a long time, so we don't <laughs> need to see their vaccination status. Uh, we're checking to see if they have symptoms, but you say people can have be asymptomatic and spread, mm-hmm. but that doesn't matter for illegals. Are you paying attention yet? You better start paying attention until they take the internet away from us, which is the title of this, yep. because they are getting sick and tired of people like us talking about this on the internet. Guess what you can't listen to if you don't have internet? Podcast. Mm-hmm. It's only a matter of time. Can't do online banking either, so you have to go to your bank, which the banks will then probably say, well, you need to be vaccinated to come inside. Correct. Can't pull your money out. You got to go out to the ATM and pull money where you have a maximum amount of money you can pull out. Mm-hmm. Then you're living off, uh, and then they're going to say that you can only pull out so much money a week. Yeah. And then you're living off literally rations of your own money for a week. I'm telling you, you better start paying attention right freaking now. All right. There are one, two, three more things that we have to talk about. But before we do that, we got to talk about uh, my good friend at My Pillow. All right, Mike Lindell is a true American patriot, and no one has suffered more than he has losing $65 million simply for wanting a safe and free election. I need everybody to go support Mike Lindell right now. You need to go to MyPillow.com right now. Click on Radio Offers and click Graham. That's it. You can save up to 66% of his amazing products over at MyPillow.com. This is a patriot. You need to support patriots and 
You get to save a lot of money at the same time by clicking on Graham and letting them know that we sent you. Go to MyPillow.com, click on Radio Offers, and let them know that Graham sent you now. All right, talking about vaccine mandates, hypocrisy. You know that the world has imploded when Black Lives Matter leaders are starting to make some kind of sense. Mm -hmm. If this COVID thing has done anything, it is uniting different parties uh, or different things that you never thought would see eye to eye, eye to eye. Okay, this is the leader of uh, the New York chapter of the Black Lives Matter Mm -hmm. talking about vaccines. About these van- vaccine mandates, listen, the vaccine is a choice, okay? This is a choice. You shouldn't exclude people from everyday activities because they choose not to engage in something they have every reason to doubt. The government's story on the vaccines have changed every one to two months since Donald Trump. The, the vaccines have had effects that, that, that people come out and say, oh, well, you know, that never happens. But they do happen. People die. Joe Biden said that folks wouldn't be hospitalized. People are being hospitalized and dying. Right we, as black people, have every reason not to trust the vaccines. But yet again, I'm not telling you not to get it. I'm just saying you should have a choice. Whoa. I never thought that I would say that I agree with everything that he just said. <laughs> right. Right. Uh, again, I'll say it again. The two hills to die on are the freedom to question and the freedom to choose. And on that, I, good Lord, I agree with a Black Lives Matter leader. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> let's talk about something that not a lot of people are talking about. And that is <clears throat> the effect on our military readiness. Due to the vaccine, I can't tell you how many people write me every single day. I'm going to read one. I'm not going to keep keep their name out of it, but this is just an email I got just the other day. Hey, Graham, good morning. I live in Texas and my job sent out an email yesterday saying they have not made a decision on mandatory vaccination. But the other day they went back to mandatory masking, so I'm sure they will follow what King Biden tells them to do. (laughs) It's catching on. King Biden. I work in the construction industry outside, so I don't see the point in mask or vaccine mandates. I already told my boss that I will not be taking the vaccine to keep my job. My family is all conservative, and they think I should take it to keep my paycheck, but giving up my principles and freedom is not something I am willing to do. So basically, I just wanted to say thank you for being the voice for people like me. I hope you win in South Carolina, thank you very much, and can actually make a difference, and I'm sure I'll be looking for a job very soon. Good luck and keep up the good work people are writing me every single day talking about the fact that if they mandate the vaccine they're not going to do it but what about our military tucker carlson says it best and and we're going to listen to every word he has to say because you need to hear it here we go we do know the vaccine mandate is taking a terrible toll on the u.s military and on this country's ability to defend itself at a very volatile time in the world Already, three members of the CIA paramilitary teams that first entered Afghanistan after 9-11, remember them? They got there before the military. Three members of that team have been suspended for not getting vaccinated. They're being told to await disciplinary proceedings. Meanwhile, an Army officer, Lieutenant Colonel Paul Douglas Haig, just announced that he's resigning from the military rather than take medicine that he does not want or need. In a statement, Haig said he was, quote, incapable of injecting myself, subjecting myself to the unlawful, unethical, immoral, and tyrannical order to sit still and allow a serum to be injected into my flesh against my will and better judgment, end quote. There are many like him in the U.S. military. 
The Navy is to inform the most famous unit in the entire services, the Navy SEALs, that members will be forced to leave if they don't take the shot. Crazy. It does not matter if they have natural immunity, and many do. It doesn't matter if they have a valid religious or medical exemption. If they don't submit to the order, they cannot deploy and they'll have to leave the SEALs. The deadline for this is almost immediately. Now, to be clear, just in case you're wondering if this is in response to some kind of crisis, we don't believe a single Navy SEAL has died of COVID, and that makes sense. These are some of the healthiest people, not just in America, but in the world. They're the Olympic athletes of the military. Many of them have had the virus, they live in close quarters, and they've recovered. That means they have more natural immunity than the vaccine could ever provide. 27 yet, times. How dare you? As of tonight, we're hearing that hundreds of Navy SEALs face being fired imminently for refusing to take the shot. Now, keep in mind, there are only about 2,500-ish active-duty Navy SEALs. Wow. Each one of them costs at least a half a million dollars for the U.S. government to train. So imagine the effect on our country's military readiness of this. It's horrifying. If you love the country, you would not do this. You would also not disable our hospitals by forcing nurses to resign because they don't want to take the shot. You'll notice, by the way, in the case of the Navy SEALs and more broadly the U.S. military, that none of the members of Congress who claim to care so much about the military, they talk about it all the time, defense hawks like Liz Cheney and Adam Kinzinger and so many others, None of these people have said a single word about any of this. They have not risen to defend these guys because they don't care. Mm-hmm. Scary times, guys. Yeah. Scary, scary times. Uh, you know, Alyssa, my wife, she always tries to see the best in everything. And she always says, well, what's the, what's the point? What's the, I mean, what, what could the, you know, what could the purpose be? And I tell her all the time, I'm like, babe, the the purpose is they're evil and they want to destroy America. They want to destroy America. They want to rule over us. Our rulers want to rule over us. That's what they want. They want that. Why do they want it? Because these are evil people. It's not supposed to make sense because there's no way any of this can make sense except for they want to destroy everything. And nobody says that better than Lord Fauci himself when he says this in a most recent interview where he lets the intentions actually be known of what the American government actually wants to do to you if you resist. Or other who just do not want to comply and get vaccinated. We've got to get them vaccinated. And hopefully they will do it willingly. If not, there will have to be things that will essentially put pressure on them, such as you're not going to work in this particular agency or institution. You're not going to be able to go to this college or this university unless, in fact, you get vaccinated. And I believe that once we start doing that, you will see more and more people willingly Get vaccinated. Stop it. There it is, America. Right there. Again, in front of your eyes. The government doesn't care about you. The government says, literally, this guy. Do you know what would have happened to this dude 15 years ago if he would have said what he had just said? They're either going to do it willingly or 
we're going to make it to where life is going to really, really suck for you if you don't do what we want you to do. Bring it. They would have pulled him out of there by his toenails Mm -hmm. and strung him up for the world to see. But that's where we are. Still not off the table. People like that can say whatever they want. But if I say simply the hypocrisy around the vaccination, people say that I'm a horrible person and they can't support charity organizations. But Anthony Fauci can say literally the American people, if they don't do what we want them to do, we're going to make them do what we want them to do. Good luck. So my question is this. Start questioning everything. Those are the hills to die on. The freedom to question and the freedom to choose. Because I'm telling you that I'm telling you that I'm telling you how much longer until they decide to take the internet away. It's a very good question. Thank you guys for listening to this episode. Do us a favor. Tell somebody about this. Give us five stars and leave us a review. Thanks so much. And we'll see you again next time. See ya.